Gemara Kitzvot. The judges are selling uh, the properties of the Yatumim, or the selling the properties of the Met, I'm sorry, uh, in order to, uh, let's say, pay the, uh, pay the Ketubah for the lady. So they have to sell assets of the Yatumim in order to get money so they can pay the Chobot or the Ketubah. So it's called the Shum, they make an assessment. And uh, the calculation wasn't exact. When they made their assessment, either it was a sixth higher than the normal market price or a sixth lower than the normal market price. So Rishna says, it's got to be perfect. If it's uh, above a sixth, it doesn't have to be perfect, but if it's more than a sixth or less than a sixth, that ratio, the sale that they did is... Uh, Therefore, even if they made a mistake within a sixth or above a sixth, it's still going to be okay. Which means they made an announcement. Whoever wants to come, bid, auction. They made an auction. So then, even if they sold it for double or half, because once already made a public auction, that's the price that they got. So the Gemara has a question. Which means, let's say you have a shaliyah, messenger, that came along and he sold the assets. Who is who is he considered like? Which is we do we say he's like the almana? If you remember, we learned by the almana in the last mishnah that almana makes a little mistake. Mechram batel, the sale is nullified. Whereas bedin, they sell a leeway. So the question they want to know now is shaliyah, a messenger that comes along and sells the asset in order to pay the ketubah for the almana. How much leeway do they give them? Do they give them like an almana, or do they give them like the بدين. He's not selling it for himself, he's selling it for the, for the lady. That's selling it for herself, so we're more strict. Because she's doing it for herself, she could be she sold it fast, so she can get the money uh, quickly, and she sold it at a cheaper price. So therefore, for the one who comes to that, Amanad doing it for herself, we're more strict. We're not so strict, he's like the Dayan. Just like Amanad is an individual doing it, on Yahid that sounds a bit more strict. Bedin, they're more lenient, they're more careful when it's a But Yahid, we put more restrictions on. So there was two ways of looking at it. Do you look at the Shaliyah like Almana, or do you look at the Shaliyah like Bedin Hilketa, Shaliyah Kalmana? That's right. The Madayanim, they're not doing it for themselves. So Prashna is not doing it for himself, he's doing it for somebody else. That's the logic why we compare to Dayanim. But Dayanim and the Prashna was clear that they have a shtut. So to the Shaliyah Wala. But we learn already that they, that they, 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 oh, like him, like he is one, she's one. That's so the other side, but that's the other side. Have, but she doesn't have a... That, that's the other side. The other side is Shaliyah Kalmana, that there's no room to club. 
One side is Shalek Kadayim that you have up to the sixth, and one side is Shalek Kadayim you have no room at all. Those are the two studies. So the Gemara concludes that Kadayim Shalek Kadayim we have no room at all, no room for mistake at all. Go take Teruma from my Pirot. The guy tells the Shalia. He takes according to what he thinks the Balabite normally takes for Teruma. Some people take 140th, some people take 150th, some people take 160th. So he, he didn't tell him what to do. So the Shalia makes an assessment on it. So he takes what he thinks the Balabite would normally take. If he doesn't know what the Balabite normally takes, Torem. If he went above or went below, instead of taking 150, he took 140th or 160th. So, what do you see over here? That we give the Shaliyah more than, uh, we give him the leeway. Here you're just telling me, no, Shaliyah Kalmana. That when he makes the assessment, the Shaliyah cannot make any mistake. And here, when it comes to Tirumah, we give the Shaliyah. Room. Uh, what's the difference? That's exactly the answer. Exactly what you said, Which when it comes to Tirumah, there's people that take one forty, there's people one sixty. I assessed you for for a normal Tirumah. Mashiach, to make a mistake? Mistake, no, I didn't send you to make a mistake. So when it comes to assess an item, a mistake, no. That says what? That if the Hakamim say what in the Mishnah, that if the Dayani make a mistake up to a sixth, or more than a sixth, the sale is Batel. What happened to this concept of Betin Yafe? Betin Yafe means usually we give Betin Kowa. Whatever they do, it's good. We give them more power. The Amar of Nachman and Mashman, Yitumim, Shemaud Ahlak Ben Eksabim, Yitumim that came along, Ketanim, to come and divide the estate of their father. Betim Ma'adim Lema Potropos. Betim gives each Yatom and Apotropos to represent them. Uburanim Laim, Helek Yafeh, and each Apotropos gives the child a, a proper share. Higdilu, when the Yitumim get bigger, Yichodim Lemchot. They could protest. They can contest the uh, Yerusha. So no, I don't want this piece over here. The Apostle was giving me this piece. But however, Rahman did this, Zigdilu, and Yecholim, Nimchot, Imken, Makor, Betin, Yefer. So you see, clearly, Rahman gives Betin such a strong power that when the Yetuim get older, they cannot contest it. So the while over here, you're saying that, uh, that whatever Betin does, you can, you can, you can nullify their, their sale. Lakasha, Had Tau, Had Lo Tau. So Amishnah is talking about what? When they made a mistake. But Betty made a mistake, so the name came Betin Yafeh. But Sheikh, when it came to the Yitumim, they gave a nice chalik uh, to each one. There's no mistake, so therefore uh, the Yitumim have no right to, to, to contest. So they give it a S. If they didn't make a mistake, so what are the Yitumim complaining about then? If the case is still where the Betty didn't make a mistake, and that's why when they get older they can't contest, so then what are they contesting? There's no mistake over here. So they give it an answer. Location. Which is, they got the exact same side, but one guy said, no, I wanted to be in the north, I wanted to be in the south. That's what they're complaining on, not on the amount that they got. The amount that they got, the chilek was, was proper, but they're complaining on, on location, on direction. Rabbi, who was the hakam, he nullified the sale of the Bedin, because they were over a shtut. 
and then if he followed this Mishnah and he nullified the sale, Amal if an perata, who's perata ben Rosh Rabbi Alta ben perata, ben ben Rosh Rabbi perata Gadol, Imken Makowa bedin yafeh. He told Rabbi, Imken Makowa bedin yafeh. If you're nullifying, Ve'azir Rabbi et ma'aseh. What's he under it? Now, according to this version over here, there was a ma'aseh ve'asa. And then when Perata told him, you're taking away the power of the Bedin, so that he reversed the judgment that he made. That means he went like Rashbad. Now comes the Gemara, gives a different version of the same story. Gemara says, Ravdimi Matnihaki, Ravsafra Matnihaki, Ma'ase Ubikesha Bi Laasot Kedvrehachamim. He didn't do it, he wanted to do like the Hachamim. Bikesha Bi Laasot Kedvrehachamim, and he wanted to nullify the sale of the Shtut. Before he got a chance to do it, the parata told him, "Hey, don't nullify it." So he didn't do it. So there's two different versions of the story. One case is where he actually did it and then reversed his judgment, and one says he wanted to do it and didn't do it because of parata. So he says, "What's the machlok between these two versions?" <coughs> There's a whole question over here. If a judge makes a mistake on a Beferush Mishnah, if a judge makes a mistake in court on something that's written in a Mishnah, so one rabbi says, Mishnah, you made a mistake on something that's written in the Mishnah, the judgment is nullified. And that could be the first rabbi. The first version of the story was he did a Maaseh, he told me, Ta'abid bar Mishnah, it's a Mishnah before Rashbag. So therefore, Ta'abid bar Mishnah, so therefore, he undid it. But there's one cheetah that says, no, Ta'abit Bar Mishnah, that the judge does not, does not uh, uh, nullify it. Whatever was done, was done, and the judge has to pay from his pocket. The judge has to pay from his pocket. So therefore, that's why the second version learned the case was he only nullified it because it didn't happen yet. He wanted to make the ruling, but he didn't make the ruling yet. So the Ma'lokan is, between the two versions, do you nullify it or not? But I guess it's, it, I guess it's, 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 it's a Mishnah Mifurish, it's like a bit of Rajbag. Yes, he says, even though it's like Hakam Yufi Mishnah Tenu, so it's not Ta'abid Bar Mishnah, Kevan Shirabag Yamlumna Ta'abid Barav, and it's a good reason that's considered Ta'abid Bar Mishnah, because he gave you a reason. In Kotim Kim Makar Bedin Yafeh. So he made a mistake in the Sabbath of the Mishnah. So therefore, so that's the two versions. The Gemara says, no, the Kulmat Abidah Mishnah, Jose. Everybody holds if the rabbi made a mistake in the Bifrush Mishnah, it's nullified. More Sabbath Maseh, more Sabbath Maseh. This is what happened. happens. No, don't learn the stories so, so deep of it. There's a Mahlukin exactly what happened. Don't learn the Mahlukin over here. One rabbi says the case happened, one rabbi says the case almost happened. That's what it is. I'm going to be saying, Armatad Zabina. Almana sold karka from the from the husband to get paid to ketubah, and she sold it for achrayut. What does achrayut mean? Achrayut means that if uh, if it's somebody else that's uh, owed money, they can take that. Uh, uh, the, 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 right, somebody comes before her, so they can take the uh, the property from her. That's achrayut. So she sold karka to, to, to Shimon. She sold karka to Shimon. And the guy says, I want Ahrayut. Which means, if somebody's going to come and take this property from me, I'm coming to you to, to get paid again. So the deen is, Ahrayut is on the Yatomim. Yatomim have to pay you. Of course, 
because she's selling it to get paid for herself. Who has to cover the uh, the item? The Yitzumim have to cover it, which is understandable. Now that Rubedin Dezabin, when Bedin says also, so all the responsibility falls on the Yitzumim. So the Gemara says, Pshita. Obviously, we're selling the karka to pay a debt of the Yitzumim. Of course, the Yitzumim have to make good on the uh, on the sale. Almana lo istedich. The Gemara says, you're right. There's no chedush by Almana. Ki istedich le Bedina. When you're selling with Bedin, the, the, the guy who buys the properties figures if Bedin selling it, there's a call. Everybody knows Bedin selling the property, it makes a lot of noise. And therefore, if somebody had any claims, they would have came already. And if they didn't come around, he's selling it as if without Akhlayut. He's selling it as a final sale. You would have thought that when Betin sells it, since there's a call, could be it's sold without Akhlayut. Kamash Malam, that no, that even when Betin makes the sale, it's sold with guaranteeing the property. And therefore, if somebody else comes and takes the property because they were a previous debtor, so therefore the Yatumim have a right, the Yatumim have the obligation to, to pay back. And look at that she, that she says, the Fishahim Mokrim Akhraza. They sell with a lot of noise with, a, you know, with an auction, the Betin. If there was some business on this field already, you would have thought he buys it when sells a property, even if they made a mistake, the sale is the sale. So Yomar says, "Bad kama. How much? How much mistake could they make?" Amar Avuna Bari Uda Marav Shechad Ad Palka up to up to up to fifty percent. Tanya Ramecha Amar Bishmon Gamliel Betin Shemaklu Shavim Matayim Bemanei Shavim Manei Matayim Mechlan Kayam. Either they sold double or half. The sale is a sale. Amar Avemor Peshem Bedrav Yosef Betin Shemaklu Belo Akraza. Oh, normally when Betin sells, they have to make an announcement. They make an announcement. We'll see how many days before the the property is uh, to be sold. In order to get the customers to come and look at it and price it and get the proper value, let's say Bittin did not make a hakraza, which is a mistake. They didn't make this announcement. They didn't take out the advertisements in the newspapers. They didn't publicize it wherever they're supposed to publicize it. That's like they made a mistake on a beferush mishnah. They're and therefore the sale is totally nullified. Naasu? What do you mean naasu? Vadaitau. Naasu means it's like. It's not it's like. It's, it is. They definitely made a mistake. It's not naasu kitau. They definitely would toeb it by Mishnah. Why? You tell us the Mishnah and Erchin. Shuma yitumim. When the when they're assessing the property of Yitumim and they're selling in order to pay the debts. Uh, so how many days do you have to make the announcement? Shiloshim yom. You don't sell, you don't sell do a snap sale or you know a quick uh, quick sale. It has to be 30 days in order to get the right price. Shumegdesh, when Ekdesh is selling an asset in order to fund the Bedeka Bayit, what happens? Shishimyum. It's a 60 day process. Umakrizim, Babokarubayere. You have to make the announcement in the morning and at night. So they put the Bifirish Mishnah. So what are you saying? Naase, Kemishitao. It's Tao. Imahi, if you're going to that Mishnah, Babina, Nimile, Shaliyah. Abal Bedin, Lo, Kamash Malan. Which means I would have thought this from that Mishnah. When it says Shuma Yetumi, maybe that's only when a Shaliyah is selling it. Again, a Patropos is doing it. However, when Betin is doing it, maybe I would say Betin does not need Akhrazah. Kamash Malad, even Betin also needs a Akhrazah. And therefore, you can't say Vadai Ta'obed Varmishnah. It doesn't say Betin in the Mishnah. But it's Na'asu Ketaobed Varmishnah. Because the Mishnah is including a Betin, even though it doesn't say it, Beferush. It doesn't say the Mishnah Beferush. It just says Shuma Yetumi. 
I don't know who's selling it. Could be one of the Shaliyah selling it. Maybe one Betin selling it. You don't need 30 days. Come on, Even Betin needs to. So it's, it's as if they made a mistake in the Mithirush Mishnah. Eti ve Rabbi Shalem Remor. Shuma Dayanim Shepiatu Shtutu Atiru Shtut. Al Mishnah. The judges that either made a mistake a six high or a six low, Mechran Batel. So what's the Diyuk over here? Ha But if they made a proper assessment, meaning value, Mechran Kayam. The silver said, My lab, the lo akhrizu. And Amishta must be talking, we'll see why, even when there was no akhraza. So you see that Bitti doesn't have to make akhraza. So long as they sold the asset for market value, it's good even without akhraza. Gibraltar says, No, no, but akhrizu. The Mishnah is talking about where they did make akhraza. Gibraltar says, Hamid the Sefer, but akhriz, Havi, Resha, but the lakhrus. From the fact that the Sefer of the Mishnah is talking about where they made akhraza, must be the Resha of the Mishnah is talking about where they did not make akhraza. How do you know? Dictani Sefer, Im Asu, Igerit, Bikorit, Igerit, Bikorit, Igerit, Akhraza, Afilu Makhrus, Shabim, Maneh, Matayim, Shabim, Matayim, Maneh, Nikran Kayam. So the Sefer of the Mishnah is talking about where they made akhraza. The Resha is talking about where there was no akhraza. So you see what? Even without the akhraza, the sale is good if it's market value. Gemara says, Really, you're right. Interesting. Evadim, metaltilin, movables, and shtarot, there's no akhraza. And that's why Amistad was talking about those three things. So long as you sold those things for market value, even without akhraza, it's okay. When did we say you need akhraza? On karka and other things. Now, why do these things don't need akhraza? Avadim, tamamai, shema yishmi'u, v'yibrihu. Exactly. David might run away. He hears every day he's getting, he's getting, they're selling him. He's going to run away. Metaltilin, shtarot, shema yiganbu. Amazing psychology, the Gemara says. These things will get stolen. If you're going to make public auctions every single day, people coming, where's the guy to take the stuff put it in his pocket? It's easy to get stolen. So we don't make akhrazot on islands that are easily uh, stolen. Ella, we sell it. Right by karka, we can't steal karka. So therefore, it's not. Ibayat, another interpretation. Kan shemachrizin. Kan shemachrizin. There's certain items that need akhraza. And there's certain items, or certain times, I should say, that need akhraza, and certain times no akhraza. For example, that means that there is to pay the head tax of the etomim, to pay for the mezunot of the almana, to pay for the kibura of the, of the father that died, you sell it without even akhraza. There's certain things you need the money right away. They, they need to pay for the funeral. Okay, we'll wait 30 days so we get the money to, to, to make akhraza, or the, the tax collector comes and needs to pay the, the taxes right away. Or mezunot for the almana. So they were in the Mishnah that says there was no Akhraza. Was so much edit. For things that really you don't do Akhraza, you need the money immediately. But for other items that it's not uh, immediate, then you already need Akhraza. Third answer Certain places had the Minhag to make Akhraza, and certain places had the Minhag never to make Akhraza. Why? They never made Akhraza. Why? Because you're experts, they know the price. So good, they don't need to, to let the, the, the market uh, give the number. They're so care, they're so clear on the price. The Gemara says, "I'm not sure if you said that." But when you meet the Rebbe, I heard from Rebbe had a different reason. Mishum the karu bene achlem nechzeh the achrasta. Because anybody that would buy from an auction of bedim, they would embarrass them. The people. So what are you? You're buying from uh, from the assets of uh, of Yetomim. They would say you're, you're eating the assets of Hakraza. 
I guess because the guy who sells in Akhlada doesn't want to sell. He's forced to sell. So they didn't look at customers that would go to these auctions in the highest light. As if they're taking advantage. You know, they, 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 the seller has to sell, so they went to the auction, public auction, to sell it. So they were in the Haddad, they wouldn't do because it would give them a bad, uh, a bad reputation. Something like that. And if you're not going to sell them right away, they're going to perish. So we 30 days? 30 days the fruit's not going to be there anymore. So metal that are perishable, you sell them right away. You wait until the market day. The fruit, the fruit market day, let's say, that you get, you get the, uh, the best price. You don't sell it that second. You wait. Let's say the market is on Wednesday with the fruit market. So you wait until, until that time. There's no mahlukin. One rabbi said, sell it right away. One rabbi said, wait to the market. There's no it depends how close the market that is. If it's close, of course everybody just wait for the market. If it's not close, just sell it so it doesn't spoil. Rav Kana had beer of Rav Meshar Shiabar Khan Kayatma, who was a Yatom. So he waited and he kept it in his house until the regal. You sell it for, uh, for a lot. Amar even though it's starting to get a little uh, vinegary. I bring sharp money, which means eh, the quality maybe went down a drop, but the money that you can get for the regal for this uh, shechad is uh, is good money. So therefore, he waited. Of Rabbi Nazute Yatma Balachte was Yatom of his nephew. His nephew was Yatom and he was holding wine from him. He also had wine. So he's bringing his wine to a place called Sikra in order to sell it over. That was a good, good place where you get good money. Am I allowed to bring uh, the wine of the Yatom? Or maybe I can't bring it because maybe the boat will sink. So maybe I have to sell it locally. I'm taking a risk. I'm putting it on a boat. Uh, something happens on the boat. So then there goes the, 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 the money of the Yatomim. So he's asking me about my question. It's a fair risk. If you're taking that risk for your own uh, wine, so then you can take the risk for the wines of the Yatomim. You're, you're not taking a risk that's, that's not uh, a normal kind of risk. You wouldn't do it for yourself. Whatever risk you're taking for yourself is considered normal. You can take for the Yatomim. Amen.